Hello, and welcome to the Monco on the Move podcast. I'm Jared Brown, Assistant Dean of Academic Affairs at Monco's Pottstown campus. Since the fall of 2019, the theater at Monco's Bluebell campus has been closed. We've been very sad about this. But the plan for the theater has been part of this huge renovation of the more than 50-year-old Science Center where the theater is located. During that time, the colleges stayed, pull up stakes and find temporary homes across the county, which our guests today will talk about, and keep audiences entertained while the construction and work was underway. From canceled performances to the stay-at-home social distancing orders that came during the pandemic, it's been quite a challenge for our theater friends. But through it all, we are focused on having an outstanding space. In the fall, doors will be opening in September and kicking off a great season of live performances here at the college. With that in mind, we've invited your friend and mine to this podcast today, Brent Woods, Senior Director of Arts and Cultures, to tell us a little bit more about the space, some of the challenges, what we can anticipate, and how we can gear up for an exciting season of arts and culture here at the college. We'll also learn about Brent's efforts to further expand of the college's arts and culture to the communities around the county. So without further ado, let's welcome your friend of mine, Brent Woods, back to the podcast. How are you? Good. I'm doing quite well. Thank you for having me. We're so excited that you're here to talk about the theater world, the renovation, which I'm sure you're excited to talk about, but you're ready to be finished talking about it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Long time coming. Where do you want to start with the work that you've been doing and the project? I'll let you kick it off. First, let me just start with the committee that started the plans for sure, it. The sure. college yeah. has put so many people, so many voices together to right. make this work. Yeah. And I think some of the, the big voices that really made things happen mm-hmm. were people that are part of the program, like uh, David Ivory, who is, yeah. our, who is the director of the Sound Recording Technology Program. Yep. We've got... Michael Kelly, just a lot of voices that participated in the the design and the layout Mm -hmm. and the plan for this theater that's been occurring since 2017. Actually, it started long ago, back in 2007 (laughs) in the first master plan, and it's exciting to finally see it come to fruition because it's been talked about a lot. When I first started at the college, I received a tour of the then theater And I have to say, I know, I was amazed that a community college would have such a space, even back in the day, right? Right. And the investment of time, effort, and the importance that I think aligns with our mission and value statement, right, to really have a live venue that can welcome the community, students, and staff, and really engage in the arts. And I'm just looking forward to seeing I haven't seen it. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing the new renovation. Well, I'm really excited about this opportunity, mm-hmm. not just for, for our community, but for our students, right. for the college, Faculty increasing staff. its yep. visibility, yeah. the, the opportunities here, the blending of the college the blending of all of the programming that right. goes on in the theater with student experiences yeah. is a real plus. 
in addition, changing, rebranding it to become a multicultural center that has okay. many different brands that fall under that. That yeah. includes the Lively Art Series, yep. the Galleries Program, the student performances, all of these different brands that fall under the Multicultural Center makes the college a place or a destination to experience great art, to experience great live performances, to experience all the different things that students are working on. And in addition to that, what's really magical is students get the first hands-on to, to practice what is being taught in the classroom. That's gold. That is important. That live lab experience, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. You have the state-of-the-art theater. It's going to hold over 500 seats. That's right. It's actually going to have 563 seats. I'm going to count what's those really, seats, Brett. I'm <laughs> going to count them. Please do. Okay. <laughs> What is really special uh-huh. is the college adding a balcony area. So we yeah, have two like a sky boxes, sky box, a VIP really cool. box, and then we have an orchestra. We expanded the orchestra. The orchestra section is 500 seats, and the balcony areas, the two sky boxes each are 24 seats. Great. And then the VIP section in the center is 15 seats. That's a total of 63 seats that in the top so awesome. and 500 seats in the orchestra. That is an increase from 398 seats to 563 seats, wow. which really changes the game for who we can present. And not only are internal renovations happening, but there's also been new seating, bathroom, lobby areas, just to get a feel for the improvements. You know, Jared, I'm so glad you mentioned that because the experience for our audience is so critical, no matter where they're coming from, Mm -hmm. right? The seating, the wider seats, the lighted pathways so people can see, mm-hmm. the ADA compliance seats we so have. Important. We have wheelchair accessible seating throughout the theater as yeah. opposed to where it used to be right. in those front corners and mm-hmm. people are trapped in that. I'm so glad that there's an option for people who are in wheelchairs to have a different option of where they can see their yeah. performance. You know, they can see it in the back, in the middle, in the sides, wherever they are in the front, that makes it a a better experience for them as well. And it really goes back to the for all, because the Mm. the college is really focused on making people be comfortable. Come. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. And that for all is magical. And to me, arts and culture speaks to that. Spaces define who we are. Right. And I think that what I've been amazed since I've been at the college is we don't do things little here. <laughs> like we don't, we know we, certainly we do might not. take a little time, <laughs> but that time is well spent because we want to do it right. We want to do it well. We want to be innovative. We want to be thoughtful. Even the renovation at That's the Potsdam right. campus is just oh my goodness. blows me away every time I walk into the building. Yeah. So I can only anticipate <laughs> what I can expect to see as we get closer to the opening, what kind of talent do you think will now sort of gravitate towards us now that we have more seating, more technology use, I'm sure? What can you anticipate and what might the benefits be from this new space? You know, that's a great question. The theater now has the capacity to present almost any artist. We already present exceptional a-list yeah. artist. Yeah. But what's unique is some artists have large production pieces that we yep. were not able to do before that we can do now. Mm-hmm. And an example of that is when you look at our projection, 
we have now have two projection screens. One is downstage near the audience, and one is upstage near the back wall of the theater. Now we can have that hung. That makes all Artists the use that right? visual art yeah. as part of it, incorporating all these different genres mm -hmm. into, into the performances so that people have a wider and broader experience. And ultimately, that always helps to increase expectation. So the level of artistry increases, the, 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 the level of technical capability increases. Yeah. And then when, you, when that happens, you bring in bigger names. The further and when reach. That happens, the further reach. That absolutely does. Yeah. And we have not tapped all of what we could be tapping. I believe you will tap into it. We I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> You've been through a lot with this renovation, with the construction efforts. So we had this plan in motion, and then we had this little thing called yeah. the pandemic. And then... You know, we we worked our way through that and learned a lot through that experience. But can you tell us what was your biggest challenge during that time or frustration that you had to, as a leader, really lean into and think through just to keep this project moving forward? You know, COVID really, it was a game changer. Yeah. Our industry got hit so mm, hard. So many things shut imagine. down. Yeah. And it took a lot to figure out because if you understand logistics and the, just the tiny moving of anything, mm. and when you move people and you add people to that, that scenario, it adds more time and more things that you have to take care of. Yeah. And that was the one of the biggest challenge. That first six months was, oh, heavens, what are we going to do next what season? What do we do? Yeah. I had 24 shows booked. I had to undo all of that, come down to seven. Mm. And then on top of that, how do I present this in a safe, safe way? Yeah. In addition, how do you keep it open? Right. So those things, as we went in that first year, we were literally changing every other week, every other month. It was just changing. And that was one of the biggest challenge. But the good thing. Yeah, what are the benefits? The good what thing the that benefits? came out of it yeah. was the relationships that we built with yeah. some of these community centers. It allowed us to get off campus. Right. One of the things we leveraged was to developing partners with our community music school. And we developed partnerships with Still River theater in Pottstown. Good old Pottstown, yep. Hill School. Yep. It really gave us an opportunity to really get off campus, which we can now do. We have a blueprint for how we can take family programming into Pottstown and have two different venues that we could leverage that's right there in addition to still using the, the South Hall. But those partnerships, there's nothing like deepening our relationship with the, with, the, with uh, community organizations. Because I think when you do that, you're also deepening into the community. Yeah. And and it's not just a surface relationships. You're really getting into their community, and they like it. They're loving the the connection with the college because everybody wins on that one. Well, and your work then is touching, a sort of both sides of the county, right? So Absolutely. You're, you're having this presence here in the Bluebell mm -hmm. area where people can drive into and join things, but then you're creating these additional spaces in Pottstown and those in the middle can sort of decide, where do I want to go? That's what right. do I want to check out? That's what's, right. What's the vibe? Which is, it's just the reach is further. The reach, and you know, I want to just go back to something, a question that you asked, you sure. know, what kind of programming can be offered? Mm -hmm. Well, now with the relationships with those kinds of venues, we're not restricted to just what's here in this beautiful venue yeah. here. We can also take music 
to Steel River. Yep. It allows different kind of curation in Pottstown. Even though we're focusing on family programming, there's still opportunities there oh, yeah. uh, to bring blues, to bring all kinds of different music that, that the Pottstown community might like. You're working with, and you have worked with, Norristown and Pottstown school districts, and you gain some attention. So, so tell us about that attention and what's, what's happening there. Well, I received an award for oh. helping the Eisenhower Music School get a, an award for uh, being recognized for providing music. Congratulations. And thank you. Yeah. But that wasn't me by myself. Yeah. Um, a lot of that came from my predecessor, Helen Haynes, who did a lot of that work in making Eisenhower Middle School a, an adopted school. From there, we adopted a school in Pottstown. Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of relationships that we're mm -hmm. building to bring art into the schools. And COVID really showed where we really need to continue to do that. And I think that we're going to continue to do that because music is a great way for kids to find what they like. Mm -hmm. Even no matter what direction they end up going to yeah. as in a professional career, it opens up a door for something. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know if people realize how critical art is to awakening a spirit in a person yeah. to finding their love and what their passion is, but it does. And and I've seen it with some of the things that we do with Eisenhower Middle School and with some of the schools in Pottstown. These school districts are really important, and I can't wait to do more developing and partnerships with other school districts that are in Mongo. We I don't do enough of that. I think about accessibility because mm -hmm. I might have this passion or this untapped passion for music or the arts, but I might not have access to it. And I think mm -hmm. one of the things that I'm hearing from you is you're thinking creatively and how do we bring more resources and access mm -hmm. to students that are thriving for that creative outlet or don't know right. the potential for that creative outlet. So kudos to you. What was the name of the award? Did you? Did it, you was, it? it was. It was an achievement say, award <laughs> that the Norristown, um, Wonderful. Norristown Area School District gave to us. Good. Well, congratulations. On Thank that. you. I could speak about this for hours, but our time is limited. So I want to make sure that I touch on some of the grand opening, what we can expect, what our audience and listeners can expect as far as the celebration, you know, that's coming up. And then what's what what can we anticipate for for the new season that's going to be on us before we know it? <laughs> oh, I am so excited I'm about sure. this part. Um, the grand opening is themed. Okay. It is celebrating arts and culture at Monco, honoring the past, present, and the future. Love it. Honoring the past, we're recognizing two extraordinary African-American women okay. who helped to build the Lively Arts program. And what's really neat is that at the same time we're celebrating the, the Lively Arts Series 40th anniversary. And to and really wow. understand 40 years That's, of community support, yeah. that is extraordinary. It is. And that was built because these two awesome people, one, Judith Willoughby, mm -hmm. built the program as a music program, started as a music and choral program, mm -hmm. and then um, started to creating, adding, presenting other artists into it. Mm -hmm. Helen continued that and, and themed these her seasons with pushing music, giving people an opportunity to try something new mm -hmm. and different. And she expanded the programming, and I am continuing that as well, is yeah. pushing that forward. So the grand... 
looking at that, the celebrating our present is looking at Monco Talent. There'll be a talent show for that. And then uh, looking at the future is for celebrating our students. So we're bringing in Femmes of the Rock, which is going to highlight one of our faculty members, Michael Kelly, who is a bass guitarist, and he will be performing with this group. But it's not just, it's all that, plus these fantastic four violinists, classically trained musicians coming in to play rock. It is out there outstanding. And they traveled all over the world to do that. So I'm really excited about the opening of this. But the other thing, we talk about partnerships. On September 20th, we open up the theater with the Loud Tizer Band featuring Karen Briggs, Eric Marienthal, and Chiele Minucci as part of the Monco Jazz Fest, which is hosted by the Valley Forge Tourism and Convention Bureau will be kicking off their Arts Monco Week and their Jazz Fest. So I'm really excited that they chose the college to to begin and do this kickoff for their second annual event. So if listeners want tickets for that, where do they go? They can email livelyarts at mc3.edu, mm-hmm. or they can call the box office at 215 641 Six five one eight. I just want to make sure that we get a plug in for that. You know? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brent, I have to say, I always enjoy having and you on the show and speaking with you and learning about all the work that you're doing, but also the collaboration that you're doing here on campus and in the community. It's so important that we celebrate the arts and we provide a venue for students and our community members to express themselves through art, culture, Mm -hmm. and music. I think it's just spectacular. And continue to do that great work that you're always doing for us. I really appreciate it. I also want to say I am excited for you to celebrate the opening of the theater. It's a long time coming, but it's here, and it will be here, so get excited. (laughs) And the great performances in the season that you have lined up. I appreciate you for stopping by today and telling us a little bit about what to anticipate as we get closer to your opening of the season and the theater. It's very exciting. Thank you. I would also like to give special thanks to two alumnus of the Sound Recording Music Technology, Quinn Senta and Donnell Woods, who produced today's show. And thank you again for listening to the Monco on the Move podcast. Check back soon for more stories from our Monco family. Until next time, I'm Jared Brown. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to Monco on the Move. Students at Montgomery County Community College working in the sound recording and music technology program record, edit, and produce this podcast. Check out mc3.edu forward slash on the move to listen to our latest episode or download our podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also learn about the latest episodes by following us on social media. Have a guest in mind you think would be great for the podcast? Email Eric Devlin at edevlin at mc3.edu or Diane Van Dyke at dvandyke at mc3.edu. And come back next time to find out more about what's happening at your community college and catch our Montco Momentum.